I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> Good evening, guys. Good evening. It feels like it's it's been zero time because we actually are recording, I think, twice in 24 hours. We're recording on Tuesday when we're releasing our episode. So if you all listened to our last episode, hope you enjoyed it. We realized that we actually are so social. We have so many plans this week. We're in our apartment together in person. Finally. So we can talk over each other, yell yeah. at each other, scream into the mic, and you all have to suffer the consequences we're actually cuddled quite comfortably on the couch kind of leaned back chilling usually we're hunchback of notre dame yeah i don't normally like getting this close to her but <laughs> you know can't avoid it at this point don't act as if you're not the one who like doesn't like my touch you know i don't I, like your you touch. don't like my touch yeah. that's true uh, which reminds me of a dm that i actually that we got on our instagram asking how we are as roommates and i wanted to kind of go off for a second because <laughs> here's this probably doesn't come across on the podcast. Yeah. Natalie's very type A, and I'm very type, I don't know how you say Z? Yeah, type Z. <laughs> type, and we, but you I think could it, survive off of frozen spanakopita exactly. breakfast, lunch, and dinner for your whole life. Exactly. And I think it works well for us because mm-hmm. I like to be told what to do, and Natalie likes to be bossy. <laughs> and Natalie, yesterday, and today, actually, I come home thinking we're cooking dinner together. Natalie has her long, long meetings that last till nighttime. And she sends me a typed out step-by-step recipe, basically how to cut a lime and (laughs) shake some salt. I'm not kidding. I am such a control freak. And given Caitlin's really lack of experience (laughs) with the whole cooking anything that's not in the Trader Joe's frozen section, I feel the need to really go above and beyond with my description. I'm not kidding you. The text I sent her was, lightly salt the turkey meat. Flip it over after it gets slightly brown. Like as if she's never actually been in a kitchen. She even like adds in like the save one half in the fridge for me to eat tomorrow morning. Like, okay. Oh my gosh. Wait, the best part was when you look in the fridge, you'll see two bowls covered in foil. Each serves a different purpose. Like, just stop. And you know what I replied to that? KK sounds good. See? And guess who and guess who did it? I did. I did do it. Guess who came out, you know, sort of 10 minutes later to obviously peruse, check on her, make sure she's doing it right, on a call, (laughs) just oversee the issue. Yeah. So how are we as roommates? We're perfect together. I am the overbearing, controlling wife. I am the kind of has the utility of a piece of lint, can't (laughs) do anything right. So we really balance each other out. Caitlin has a small, small frame. It probably weighs like less than a pound. And we are just waiting for a task rabbit to come to hang it up (laughs) because God forbid you hang a singular frame. Yeah, no, hell no. I I need a stead finder. I need need a hammer and nails. (laughs) I can't do any of that by myself. Oh, it's great. No, but we love it. We're happy to be together. Happy living in person. For those of you who are new to the podcast, Two Solid Sixes features Caitlin and Natalie. We talk about surviving your now mid-20s. It used to be early 20s. Don't put that on us. I'm, I'm 23 still. I'm 24. So That's I'm, mid. In my mid, I'm in my mid-20s. I am not in my early 20s. That's There's no way. Early. That's still early. Early 20s is I just turned 21 and I'm having my first drink. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. That's up for debate. But it's about surviving your, let's say, 20s. Okay. We have a lot of listeners that are more Gen Z. We have a lot of millennial listeners. We also have our moms listening. Right. So it really spans a large variety. We have segments like Hinge Cringe, Unsolicited Advice, Hinge Profile Roasts. If you're brave enough, please submit those. We will roast the living shit out of you. 100%. He's perfect, but where we say he's perfect in every way, but he has this one sort of fatal, fatal flaw. flaw. 
hubris, if you will. Of course. <laughs> we used to have segments such as word of the week and then got some negative feedback. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Caitlin and I are both – Caitlin's an actual English major. I'm sort of a kind of undercover yeah. English major. Uh, so we're obsessed with big words. If you guys have big words that you like, please send them in. That's not a segment we do. No, it's but, not. But, but just send them so we can read them in our DMs, I guess, and yeah. learn something new. 100%. <laughs> we're curious. Quick update of something I wanted to share that I heard today that, that really just made me feel – as you were talking about, we are now in our mid-20s. It made me feel 80. Okay. <laughs> I'm a teacher, and I was asking them what their favorite – they're nine, by the way. I was asking them what their favorite TV shows were, you know, like, oh, do you guys watch Disney Channel, Nickelodeon? Uh, well, what channel do you guys watch? And this girl goes, what's a channel? It's the saddest, scariest thing. And I like, you know, when you don't even know how to begin to explain something because yes. it's like if we took a time traveling machine to like the 1800s yes. and like you have no idea how to even begin to explain things that are so complicated. Like Trisha Paytas. Yes. <laughs> Like, there's so many, like, nuances and just, like, I can't even begin to explain. What's a channel is what she said. And I think we're technically in the same generation. Yes. Which is, like, really scary. Time's flying. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on. Us us literally being like, okay, we just recorded our last episode last night. So now what's any update we had (laughs) in literally just this day? (laughs) We're like, well, Natalie sent a recipe and my student didn't know what a channel was. And uh, And that's the end of the episode, guys. (laughs) No, thanks for tuning in. So the theme of this week's episode is the friend zone. (laughs) We use the same jingle actually for everything. So the friend zone is now a segment. No, we want to talk about... Let's first, we'll first define what is the friend zone for, I don't know, if any of you live under a rock. Secondly, how do you get out of the friend zone? What makes you be thrusted into the friend zone? Mm -hmm. And can friend zone be a turn on in any sort of way? Sure. So we're going to absolutely beat a dead horse on this whole friend zone bit. Uh, Let's dive in. Let's dive in. So we have a male friend who actually sent us a bunch of these points as I feel like friend zone is something that girls mostly do to guys. Would you agree? Yes. I'd like to just clarify, though. Is this when a girl outwardly says, I think we're better off as friends? Or could it be the unknown sort of like, uh, you know, she views me as a friend and I just know it? So just because I know the situation specifically with this male friend, he in particular was confused and was thinking he was getting friend zoned by a girl. He was giving me all the details, all the screenshots. She happened to be a coworker. Okay. And me being a girl and knowing the things that females will do, I said to him, you are not in the friend zone and this is all a game. Like she's doing all this on purpose. She's into you. Yeah. And just for example, guys, if you're listening, these are some things like if you think you're in the friend zone and she's doing these things, you might not be in the friend zone. You might you might be able to shoot your shot. They talked 24 seven. That, I'll just end it there. If you talk 24-7, yeah. you're not in the friend zone. I only speak to Caitlin 24-7. Yeah. There's not a single male that I text that much. Right. If, if I did, I would hope he's my boyfriend. And even you and I get a little bit romantic sometimes. 100%. So yes. That, that makes sense. But they talk 24-7. Secondly, she would tell him about all these things that she would do with guys, but it was never like advi- like asking for advice. She was trying to make him jealous. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Like, yeah, okay. There's such a big difference between an actual guy and girlfriend giving, you know, advice. Like, do you think this guy's ghost to me? Yada, yada. She would just, like, bring up hookups, basically. Okay. Okay, interesting. I still think that's a little weird just as her as a person. It's really weird, correct. And then I ended up being right all along. He's like, no, trust me, dude. She's friend zoning me. She's friend zoning me. Once he finally started ignoring her, as I told him to do... 
she starts double texting wait did i hurt your feelings wait blah blah blah. wait i actually might be wait i actually am into you a hundred percent tale as old as time tale as old as time i think let's give context on us with guys like we've talked badly about the beer girl and said you know (laughs) the girl who only is friends with guys like yada 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 caitlin and i are very furta girls yeah i think you have more guy friends than me i think i like really surround myself with like a full sorority roster of girl best friends i think you actually speak to like male friends more would you agree yeah i am gonna out myself here though and say that i think all of my closest guy friends i did kiss at some point i really struggle to only be friends with guys because i don't think they provide any purpose besides (laughs) 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 like i I literally get all my fulfillment my cup is filled to the brim with my girlfriends I don't really need a guy. Yeah. I think there are few and far between guys that like you would be friends with and never even consider touching. A scenario Caitlin and I give is if you are as drunk as you've ever been in a room with lights off with this man. And you're going to sleep in a bed together. And you're in a bed together. Would you still not touch? Would you still not touch? That is like a true friend, right? Okay, so now that we just gave way more context than needed, let's jump into the actual advice. So what did your friend ask regarding the friend zone? Right, so what guys do that causes a girl to friend zone them? I think, unfortunately, there's nothing really done. I think it's she doesn't like you. Sorry. Yeah, if, if she liked you, she would. But also, over-eagerness makes me tend towards I'm a little turned off. Mm-hmm. I think ceaseless confirmation of the dates reminders that a date's happening constant texts really just being affirmative in any way is a turnoff for me i feel like the only situation in which a girl would actively actively friends on a guy besides not liking them straight Mm -hmm. up and not being attracted to them is if they like or are dating their friend their best friend or their roommate yeah i totally agree i think that's a setting where you're to- you should friends on that yes. person. Yes. So that's another. If you're in love with your, your like they are roommate's now s- best, your roommate's girlfriend. Yeah. Sorry. Like they are now sexless to you. They are disgusting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. On to this next question. This is again tale as old as time. Might even be the title of this episode. But do nice guys actually finish last? <laughs> and unfortunately, yes. Yes, I, you do. I truly believe if you're under the age of 28, nice guys finish last. I think when I turn 28, and God forbid, but if I am single, I will be looking for a simp. Yeah. Right? Someone to be a good dad, a good husband. You're less worried about that, like, fiery attraction Mm -hmm. kind of douchiness that we're into now. But currently, let's speak for ourselves at 23 and 24. Yes. Nice guys finish last. Yeah. Although moments ago I did say, yes, nice guys finish last, I usually do take the stance. And I've said this multiple times. Nice guys don't finish last. You just don't like the guy who's nice. Yes. I think if you're really into a guy and he's treating you great and he's nice, I think you'd be ecstatic. 100%. I think this is just referring to maybe the first like few times you're talking, the first few times you go on dates. You say this though, but... There is a type of guy that's just too simpy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Well, that's just creepy. Nice doesn't mean, like... mm, Yeah. I don't know. Nice is just such a vague word that it's hard, but I I would like a nice guy. Yes. And I think you're getting to it now you want someone who's a little more, like... Yeah. Like, we were talking the other day about a guy confirming a date 
we used yeah. to play these games of like don't confirm till the very last minute like never confirm now we're like yeah it's kind of nice to just i don't know know where i'm going right get that confirmation be able to plan ahead right a, a couple months ago natalie texts me and is like wait this guy just asked me to go on a date on like a specific day you know like february 4th so weird me i mean he's just trying to lock down a day with you yes like, <laughs> like, like so nice like, i'm like so nice he's so- planning more than two days in advance yeah. like oh my gosh i'm like he's just locking it in with me in with you because he cares and he's putting effort in ew <laughs> i know i totally agree so i think the older we get as we become more haggard of course yeah there's only so much the gua sha can do but <laughs> kind of the older we get we realize like nice guys are obviously right they're the winners right like you're gonna end up with a nice guy yes right yes and nice again so vague like so vague. i still want them to be able to have a little bit of suaveness a of little course. bit of their own life let's say of but course that that transcends would i the like my nice. husband to be kind yes well, yeah <laughs> Ex- exactly yeah. one of the final questions that our male friend asked us specifically was if i friend zone a girl does it make them want me more i think guys rarely friend zone girls first of all would you 100 percent they don't I've never up. met a guy that's like, no, I just really want to be friends yeah. with her. They yeah. have their friends. Wait, that's such a female move. Such a female move. Because guys are dicks enough that they'll just totally like ghost or reject. Whereas girls like, even if it's in a twisted way because we have feel the need to please. Yes. Well, you're a really nice guy. Like, let's be friends. And then they actually will be friends with them. I've never had a guy be like... I really want you to join our like little Call of Duty troop. Like I have nothing to offer you as a friend. I genuinely have nothing to offer you. I don't want to be your friend. Right. And I don't think they want me to be their friend. What what would it be like to be asked to be someone's friend? (laughs) (laughs) But I think if that were to happen, to answer your question, his question, if it runs on a girl, does it make me make them want me more? No. No. If a guy literally was like, I just, bro, I just want you to be my friend. I'd be like, bro. I don't want you as my friend. Get out of my life. I'd throw up on your face and run the other direction. 100%. Especially if I was romantically interested in you at one point. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be more hurt, honestly, than a ghost. I'd compl- Again, we've said this before. I'm so down for the ghost. <laughs> don't need the anti-ghost. I don't need the anti-ghost. Final wrap-up. How do you get out of the friend zone, if at all? Is it possible? Can you leave the friend zone once you're thrusted into it? I, I don't know. I do think you can. I think you can leave the friend zone. I think it takes a lot of ignoring. Yeah. It takes... <laughs> Pushing your eagerness to the side. Yeah. It takes actually rejecting the request to be someone's friend. Mm-hmm. And instead being like, no, I'm good. I don't need you as a friend. Living your life, getting with other girls, and then they will come crawling back. I think if you're a guy trying to get out of the friend zone, you need to make it clear that you have options. You need to bring up other women to your friend who's a girl. Even if they're fake, make them up. Make I them don't up. care. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm sorry, but in this day and age, at our age, like we were saying, no girl wants a simp right now. No. If she's your number one priority as a friend, like, ugh, you're never getting out. Never getting out. You're actually trapped for life. Yeah. We are now diving into unsolicited advice. And I'm going to be honest, Caitlin and I just got in a little fight (laughs) before this segment started because I said I don't want to do it because (laughs) (laughs) we didn't get that great of questions. No, you guys... (laughs) Is it the way that I phrased – I might have messed up. Is it the way that I phrased the post? I thought you guys were familiar enough with unsolicited advice by now. No, I think But I guess I should have said, ask us questions, because I said it's time for some more unsolicited advice. And someone gave us advice. And I'm going to read it, because it's funny. 
Well, it's not funny. It's just when opening an Amazon box, push in the sides under the tape, then peel. You're welcome. Like, at least I know that now. I have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I also think maybe maybe the listeners are just sick and tired of our advice. And that's just something we have to accept. Um, So now I know how to open a package. Moving on. Thanks for that, guys. We did have a couple good ones, though. We'll start it off here. Do you think girls should try to find a husband in college when men are aplenty or wait? Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Why wouldn't you? No, I mean. As Caitlin and I are sitting as, again, a haggard <laughs> old couple, I would die to be surrounded by thousands, literally thousands of men yeah. my age. Yeah. I took How- college for granted for sure. I always think it's funny when people say, try to find a boyfriend or try to find a husband. There's no such thing. It happens when it happens. And people always say, it happens when you're least expecting it, when when you're not looking for it. But, yeah, you can't find a husband when you're 19. Speaking of, like, not looking for love, (laughs) uh, and this isn't my story to tell, but I'm just going to tee it up as sort of the third party. We won't go, we won't go, we won't dive in. But this past weekend, Caitlin actually literally tripped and fell onto a potential mate. (laughs) (laughs) And let me, let me explain this to you all. Caitlin literally was at a park this weekend. We're at a park with friends. And we're going to actually dive into this story maybe at a later pod because, like, the whole thing is very convoluted. But this man literally approaches her out of a crowd and, like, taps her on her shoulder and is like, you're beautiful. Hi. And they're going on a date this week. So updates to come. I think that was the incredibly shortened version. They basically like talked, hit it off. I'm just like sitting there paralyzed waiting for someone to approach me. I'm like, where's your friend? Like, what's going on? Of course, make it about me. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Caitlin didn't go to that park trying to find a a boyfriend. Not at all. And it was like an end of the day date. Like, I'm tired. I wanted pizza. It was It was 630 at night. And that did happen. It was like a total movie kind of moment. Total movie. Um, I'm sitting there mouth agape. <laughs> like that anyone would ever approach. You're like, wait, did you meant to tap me, right? No, I literally, <laughs> I kept inserting myself being like, no, it's me. <laughs> literally. <laughs> always, always keep an eye out. Ne- never rule out any option. Leave no door Leave closed. no door closed. I'm sorry, but until you're married. Closed. And you know what I wish I did? I wish I built more connections with like, just like guys in college that I could have them in my sort of Rolodex to look back and be like, and text, you know, a guy I met in a lib in the library yeah. and be like, How are you doing? Are you in my city? I don't know. Yeah. I just think I wish I had more options. Next unsolicited um novella that you guys like to send over the DMs. I'm kidding, keep them coming, but these are really long as fuck. Uh I'm talking to this guy, it's getting quite serious. We're at the stage in our relationship where we're talking about our exes and past relationships, and yes, sex life. I wanted this conversation since I think it's normal to have. I can't help but feel jealous hearing about his past. On top of that, I don't want to tell him that because I'll look psycho since I'm the one that asked in the first place. Is this normal? LOL. Yes, that is extremely normal, I think. I think so. I also think when you're asking these questions and you're probing for this, you're literally asking to get hurt. Totally. And I was going to say, like, I'm a feminist at heart, but this is like a very more likely for a female, I find, in the relationship to do that they literally ask a question that is shoots themselves in the foot yes like like (laughs) i have never asked that i refuse to even ask and i think it's actually probably a fallacy of mine that i don't want to like dive into people's like past relationships and stuff but i just don't care like yeah i'm also so focused on myself i'm like i just want you to affirm me i don't really care yeah about that i think you i think you enter that conversation wanting to get hurt that's just how that conversation works 
not me looking at her high school volleyball roster yeah. stats. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. No, I th- do you think you're a jealous person? I think I get jealous. Yeah, I definitely get jealous. I feel like you just basically everything you just said shows you're not a jealous person. I feel like you're not. No, I say I don't even bring it up so that I don't oh. have to like have that person enter as a character in my life. Yeah, yeah. So you have major self-control is what you're saying. Yes. And I don't. Major. Yeah. Received another long, long message and I will sum it up here. The gist is she went on a date, a first Bumble date, thought they totally hit it off, texted a little bit the next day and then nothing after that ever. And basically her question was, what the heck should I do when I thought everything was going so well? And I'm sorry, there's one word answer to this. Natalie, I wonder if you're thinking the same thing. Let's sing it in a harmony. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You can't do anything. If you, you wanted to, he would. Right. If he wanted to see you again, he would. If he wanted to keep texting you, he would. If he wanted to, he would. I'm going to give an example, though. So he's basically ghosting, right? And you yeah. have to just treat that at face value. That's a ghost. I'm sorry. He didn't feel it. Whatever. We're going to talk right now about a <laughs> friend of ours who went on a date <laughs> Much like the person that asked his unsolicited advice, thought it went perfectly, thought it went super well, butterflies, all of that. And at the end of the day, it goes, oh, yeah, I'd love to see you again. See us again. This girl comes home to my friend, is gushing, gushing about this first date. Like, oh, my God. Like, he might be the one. Like, that was amazing. Text him. Thanks for the fun night. We should do this again soon. Him. Ha ha, of course. Didn't feel the click, but it was nice meeting you. Uh, uh. Oh, no. Didn't feel the click. Thanks for making that ASMR because that hurt. It cuts so deep. It's like the most insane anti-ghost, honestly. It's the most yeah, insane. That is, no, like, that is an anti-ghost. I didn't feel the click and I don't want I don't want to date you. Right. I don't see you in that light. She said we should do this again soon. He said it was nice meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that worse than just being ghosted? No. What if everyone yeah, just said, worse. I didn't feel the click, sorry. Because you feel the click within the first five minutes, don't you? Right, but how did she feel it and he didn't? I don't know. The click's never mutual, is yeah, it? Oh, no. I thought it was. I thought that's the whole point of a click. I mean, I felt the click with Ansel Elgort, but he has yet to sort of <laughs> reciprocate. I recently really got into the Spider-Man series with Tom Holland specifically, and something in my mind told me that he wasn't like an extreme A-list celebrity. Yeah. And I told myself I had a chance with Tom Holland. Millions. Millions of followers. I went to his Instagram. He has 43 million followers. Yeah. No good try. Not me thinking I had a chance with Spider-Man. I literally like think that I I make up this persona, like Timothy Chalamet. I'm like, he is so my type. Yeah. No, no, no. He's an actor. He's Mm -hmm. acting. Right. Like, that's not – he doesn't know you. He doesn't like you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm building, like, this fan fiction narrative in my head with these celebrities. Completely. Tom Holland can't actually spin his little webs out of his hands. No, of course not. But that's what you're into. Yeah. So, yeah, are we doing unsolicited advice? I don't even remember. <laughs> Where am I? This episode makes no sense. And if you're still following along for the ride, we thank you. We thank you. All right, last unsolicited advice. Can you guys talk about whether or not it's okay for guys to message first asking on a date after matching? New to Hinge, but WTF, shouldn't we talk a little first and see if the date is even worth it? Or you talked a little like a month ago and then it fizzles out and you never end up meeting, but then they slide in randomly asking for a date? Why do you guys do that? Seriously so confused. This is such a fair question. I've This is such a guy thing that I've noticed they do. Girls would never do this. Guys are so fickle. Sliding back in. Sliding back in after a month for no apparent reason. Yes. 
Yes, you're so right. That's happened to me multiple times. Like, hey, I haven't heard from you in actually four months and we never met before. So you're still kind of a stranger. Well, I kind of like this. And this is a term we're now coining from this exact moment as the resurrection. (laughs) I love. I love a good resurrection. I love a resurrection. It's like, I forgot you existed. And now Jesus has risen. Like, this is so exciting. It's It's another potential option on the roster. Complete. I was about to say, when you can add an unprecedented to the roster. Oh my gosh. That is always a win. Always. I am so down for the resurrection. So latter part of your question, there there were 17. <laughs> the <resurrection>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, quickly, I just want to talk about the resurrection now because I love that. Okay. What's even better is a resurrection from an actual ghost of your Christmas past. <laughs> yes. When, when, the, when, the when they're crucified. Of, when they're crucified. <laughs> when the and ghost they of remember. Christmas past resurrects into your life when you're the least expecting it, it's there's nothing better. Nothing better. Oh, <laughs> my God. nothing better. I'm still waiting for my, my high school ex to resurrect, but I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> to actually answer your fucking question. <laughs> Let's talk about the beginning part where you're kind of asking, is it weird to like immediately ask for a date? Caitlin and I have talked about this before. Caitlin definitely loves chatter. <laughs> yeah. She likes to do that vetting process, understand who you are as a person. I, I like think, good bents. I uh, like yeah. bents. I, and I think that's important too. You need to do some basic vetting. I personally don't take it further than basic vetting. I have no interest in like aimlessly chatting with you about your work day when <laughs> we could just like go on a date and I could rule whether or not this is a potential match. Yeah. And that makes sense. And again, we do have to take a step back out of our judgmental zones and be like, this is a dating app at yes. its core. Of course he's going to ask you on a date. Literally get asked, uh, huh? <laughs> Wait, why did he do that? N- me aimlessly chatting with 45 guys on Hinge <laughs> because I'm so bored and purposeless. Yeah, like, I'm not even kidding. Bored. But it's actually bad because I, I literally get turned off the minute they ask me on a date. And I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. And, I'm sorry. and I was actually talking with a friend about this. I think part of my, when I cringe when they ask me on a date is that I'm so lazy. Yeah. And it's like the thought of getting ready on a weeknight and mm-hmm. going on a date with someone that you might not hit it off with. Might hate. Is terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And I view my time so valuably. And by my time, I mean <laughs> sitting on my ass on this couch with you yeah. every night, day in and day out, watching shows and never finishing them. Yeah. That is so much more important to me than like getting dressed up and dolled yes. up and going on a date. And I think I need to get out of that headspace. I think mm-hmm. I need to be more like, okay, let's just go on a date. Dates are fun. Do things, you know? Right. And I was almost catfishing people when I lived when I lived at home, aka a week ago. Yes. Because like, was I really going to like drive make all this effort, you. drive yeah. up and meet you here in the city? No. Yeah, now that right. we're here, now hopefully it feels, it feels we can, more genuine. Yeah. I guess it's easier to go walk down the street and get a drink yeah. here, of course. Yeah. That's about it for unsolicited advice, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Before we wrap, and I'm shocked if any, again, if you're, if any of you are still here, I feel like I'm talking to no one. Yeah, I almost want to put a code word in and be like, if you're still listening, please DM us pudding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're actually gonna do this now. Code pudding. If you're still listening, DM us. I'm not kidding. We're gonna get zero DMs and realize zero people are tuning in. Zero. <laughs> um no that was seriously don't dm us that's exhausting please don't dm us pudding but maybe i need affirmation so anyway really quick version of one of our favorite segments (laughs) me with every segment this is our favorite segment (laughs) he's perfect but here we tee up he is the perfect man he is perfect in every way men for those of you listening she's perfect in every way Mm -hmm. it doesn't really apply because i think the scenarios we write are very male specific but we're gonna dive in anyway and then we say but he has this fatal flaw so i will start he's perfect but his sole mode of transportation is a motorcycle yikes 
That's such a type. Not mine. So no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I actually bring this up from personal firsthand experience. This, this guy's hinge profile looks perfect. Okay. And then I scroll down and <laughs> it's him in front of his motorcycle and I have to X. Right. Of course. All right. He's perfect, but this was submitted by a listener, actually. He calls his mom mommy. That's really, really, really off-putting. Like, it sounds like a joke, but imagine, actually, if it was real, like, very real. Like, you go for Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. with your now husband, mm-hmm. your perfect, perfect man. Mommy, mm-hmm. do you think that's fixable? Like, do you think that's something that we could say, babe, I really don't like when you do that? Or is it I needs? think it's. I think it's Freudian. It's definitely Freudian. I think it's Freudian. I think you're right. It would, disturbs me. I would allow it in a very disturbing way. Mm-hmm. I'm also very open and tolerant of people's yeah. sort of weird things. I think they took baths together till age 17. No, I think he's still breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah. For sure. No, exactly. he's breastfeeding. This is really interesting because this is more someone that I would be open to dating. <laughs> he's perfect, but his hair is longer than yours. <laughs> N-O from me. <laughs> No, thank you. I and would. That's really all I have to say. That's all I have to say. I'm just, it's not really my type. Okay. I'm sorry. That's fair. All right. He's perfect, but he uses self-tanner religiously. Oh my God. I don't know if I was watching a show or reading a book or something where the guy like was using self-tanner. You know what it was? The guest list? Yes. The husband was using self-tanner. I think that is so, I just, my type of person mm-hmm is not a, like, care about your your looks guy, right? Yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like a woodsy, woodsy woodman. Exactly. Woodman. <laughs> I do like – hey, to all you woodmen out there, <laughs> Natalie's available. Um. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't love that. No, for sure I don't love that. I feel like you would kind of allow it, though. Allow it? Sure. I mean, I don't think he's running his tanning routine by me first. Yeah. I also, like, I'm addicted to tanning. I know. So well, I get same, it. same. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't like my men to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like my men super pale, almost untouched by the sun, yeah. kind of Edward Cullen-esque. And I just come in as kind of the bronzed goddess. Caitlin and I are confused. We're, we've recorded for what feels like a year. <laughs> so I, d- I think it's time to wrap it up. I'm getting delusional. I'm exhausted. It's time for bed. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you want more content from us, follow us at Two Solid Sixes on Instagram. Like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review similar to this one, I would hope. This is titled My New Favorite Podcast from Emily Griff 8. Listening to this is always the highlight of my Tuesday while I work. Such funny girls that you will feel like are your best friends. Can't recommend this pod enough. So relatable and always makes me laugh. Emily Griff. Thank you, Emily Griff. I think we actually also read one of your unsolicited advice questions today, too. So you truly are a fan. Thank you so much. I'm honored. Listening, I couldn't even listen to our own podcast on this Tuesday. (laughs) Caitlin edited the whole thing. Normally, we kind of like both edit. We divide and conquer. I didn't have the time to edit this week. And my one job today was just just to listen. Yeah. And I couldn't because I'm so exhausted of the content that we produce on a day-to-day basis that I can't listen to it more. I'm usually self-absorbed enough that I want to listen, but not this time. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So those of you that are still here, thank you so much. We love you. (laughs) Again, code word pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.